0: Now, let's get into the characters. First up is Mr. Sam B, voiced by Phil Lamar, known as the tank of the group, which means he can, you know, take a lot of hits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A one hit wonder rap star from New Orleans. Obviously, not that many hits. Oh, (laughs) got him.
1: Hey everyone, we're back with another episode and we are Allied Rebels. (laughs) We are your hosts, I'm Roxy.
0: And I'm Dee.
1: Hey Dee. What's up? (laughs) So today we have an awesome episode. We are going to be talking about Dead Island. Woo! (laughs) Really fun game. So, yeah,
0: let's just get into it. Uh, What's new with you, D? Same old boring life. Still addicted to Animal Crossing and Pokemon Sword and Shield. But Pokemon? (laughs) That sounds like a thing you should be watching. Um, Pokemon Shield. I have gone to the DLC sections of it now. I completed the Isle of Armor DLC. And now I'm working on the Tundra. Ooh. And let me tell you, those max raids where you get the legendary Pokemon, if you complete it, addicting.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. How many
0: times have I said, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to fall asleep now doing some max raids. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You know, whatever. Don't judge me. (laughs)
1: yeah i know you and uh your brother-in-law were saying that was super fun it is
0: at first i thought i had played that dlc before but then i realized i didn't have the chance yet before all that crap happened with the old switch but whatever i get to play it now and it's a good experience that's awesome um and then i'm still listening to a spencer henry's cult leader He has over 200 episodes. I'm starting to get to the end to catch up to the live ones. And my heart's kind of hurting. I'm like, I want to slow down a little bit because I'm just going to I'm going to run out of things to listen to.
1: You made it through 200.
0: That's pretty good. That's good. I I think it's. Hold on. Let let me double check. Let me double check. I am on episode 193. The uh, Bjork one. Oh. And I'm ending it right now.
1: How long are the episodes usually? Um
0: anywhere between like 25 okay. to an hour long. Oh, That's not the longest? No, yeah. it's not. But I've been listening to it now since like February. I heard about it years before, but mm. I wasn't really into listening to podcasts that like strictly
2: mm-hmm.
0: until recently. And so now it's like huh, what what do I do? I don't know what to do. What what, what how do I drive? <laughs> so.
1: yeah i know right what is music in the car now <laughs> that's how you
0: know you're getting old <laughs> yeah. so what about you roxy what you been up to
1: um honestly when it comes to video games i'm just still kind of stuck on animal crossing but even then i'm not even playing it that much just been kind of busy trying to be an adult and stuff but Ugh. yeah it's been it's been a yeah the last couple of weeks have been kind of crazy but I mean, I do get on there and I'll still play there. I have a lot of big plans now because I recently, like I've known about creating your own things, downloading other people's creations Uh or codes. But I literally just started doing that recently. Like you can make a deck. It's just awesome. And I'm like, okay, that just completely changed plans and I need to design it this other way. What do you mean
0: make a deck?
1: So like, you know, the ground tiles and stuff. Uh They have the middle sections of a deck, the side and then, like, the front sections, the front
0: ones look like they have little legs and grass.
1: Wow. And it's really, really cool.
0: I was going to say, you've seen mine. I have some things that I've made, too. But, yeah. like, that's...
1: No, it, it's really <laughs> cool,
0: and it's really impressive what people, like, have taken the time to do on Animal Crossing. It's awesome. I, like, try to wrap my head around how they make some of the things. I'm like, how did you do that? Yeah. That looks like,
1: how? A lot of patience, um, yeah. but I'm really thankful for that because that's really cool. It's fun. Um, so, yeah, just kind of get involved with that. And then um, I recently did see Sonic 2, and I thought it was fun. I loved the first one. The second one, um, I just think the first one was more fun, but this one did have its moments. It was still pretty good. So that's cool. Yeah. Other than that, like I said, I haven't played any other video games. I haven't touched Pokemon Shields since the last time we played it yeah. together. and. It is something like it's a goal to play more than I have been. And I will have to come up with like a game chart. Like instead of a chore chart, it's going to be a game <laughs> chart. And uh, yeah, I really do. I have to. It's because I, of the whole attention span thing.
0: And you know, all that. I totally agree with you because I have been addicted. I literally have my Switch right here next to me. But that's because I forgot to check the bells, uh, how much my turnips would be. Yeah. But, um, you know, I still play Animal Crossing occasionally. Like, I'll log on to get the turnips and then I'll sell it. Then I'll go off and do whatever. And then I'll start playing Shield and completely forget that I was going to do Animal Crossing. And that's my biggest problem. And then when somebody else wants me to play another game, I'm like, Ugh, When they, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when you get into certain games, you know, it's just like hard to get out of it.
1: No, I totally get that. It's totally fair because it's not like you don't care about the other stuff. It's not like you like any less. It's just right now, this is what's got your attention. Mm -hmm. So I get it. So let's jump into our new segment. What is
0: new with games, D? Well, there is a very interesting game that if you know the tabletop RP world, you'll know Vampire the Masquerade. They have Vampire Masquerade Blood Hunt it's an rpg obviously (laughs) and it's coming out on playstation 5 and the pc on april 27th blood hunt is a thrilling free-to-play battle royale game set in prague consumed by a ruthless war between vampire clans use your superpowers weapons and wit to hunt your rivals and dominate the night Holy crap. Let me tell you, when I say I felt like a huge nerd when I watched the trailer for this, because I was like, oh, that's that brand. Or not brand. Oh my gosh. What's it called? Am I blanked?
1: Oh, a class.
0: That's that class of vampire. That's that. Oh, nope, that's too Oh, that's that. Oh my God. I'm excited that I understand it. Growing up, I didn't think I was going to be that type of nerd. And I'm so happy I am. <laughs> you know,
1: I found out DD is not my thing, but I did try the Vampire Masquerade and I did play the computer Vampire Masquerade, the old one. Fucking loved it. Loved it. I just thought it was awesome. I just love the whole vampire stuff. So,
0: yeah, it's good. It is super fun, but I've technically never played a vampire. I've only played a werewolf with vampires. I know, sounds blasphemous. Anyway, next game is the Nintendo Switch Sports, obviously for the Switch coming out april 29th this is a very long-awaited game for many people in the nintendo community nintendo switch sports consists of three sports from previous installments tennis bowling and sword play and the three new sports soccer volleyball and badminton another sport from a previous installment golf was announced as well and will be issued in a free update sometime fall twenty twenty two. I only played the Wii sports a couple of times it was super fun I understood yeah. why people liked it but I yeah. didn't own a Wii so like it was yeah. just whenever I could play it
1: yeah I actually didn't own a Wii surprisingly my sister did and that's what we would play all the time was the sports and it was super fun that is kind of surprising that your sister owned a Wii <laughs> yeah well and the thing is she didn't even play it It was like I felt like it was more mostly mine because yeah. I was the one that played with it the most
0: besides my brother but
1: Yeah, uh, it was really fun. So I would definitely get this. I love those type
0: of games. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't have the money at the time that we came out, so I couldn't buy it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, moving on to the next one. I keep wanting to say Army of Darkness.
1: (laughs) Don't do it. Oh my God.
0: The next game is Evil Dead, the game. It is an action horror game. Surprising, I know, with the name Evil Dead. Um. (laughs) It's coming out on PlayStation, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox One X series, and the PC on May 13. Step into the shoes of Ash Williams or his friends from the iconic Evil Dead franchise and work together in a game loaded with over-the-top co-op and PvP multiplayer action. Play as a team of four survivors exploring, looting, managing your fear, and finding key items to seal the breach between worlds in a game inspired by all three original Evil Dead films, as well as the Starz original Ash vs. Evil Dead television series.
1: Oh, that sounds so freaking fun.
0: You know how long I've been waiting for a good Evil Dead game? Forever? (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that should be really fun. Uh, Have you seen the series, by the way?
0: I've only seen a couple of episodes because oh, I didn't so have access fun. to stars.
1: We haven't finished it yet, but
0: it's super fun. So this is my boomstick. I was like, oh. <laughs> ah. Yeah. And then in Evil Dead Two, when he cuts off his hand and it like runs away from him, and he goes <laughs> and flips him off. <laughs> yeah. And then in the original, I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. Like, uh, just there's so many things that I say from the entire <laughs> Evil Dead yeah. franchise that is just. It's really fun, so we'll definitely have to play that. Yes, yes, we will.
1: And then for movies, we have Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. That's a fantasy movie, and it came out April 22nd. It's the third installment of the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them series, which follows the continuing adventures of Newt Scamander. Professor Albus Dumbledore knows the powerful dark wizard Gellert Grindelwald is moving to seize control of the wizarding world. Unable to stop him alone, he entrusts magic zoologist Newt Scamander to lead an intrepid team of wizards, witches, and one brave muggle baker on a dangerous mission. But with the stakes so high, how long can Dumbledore remain on the sidelines? That's so Dumbledore to just show up late to the party. (laughs) Right. They're like,
0: I know that's going on, and I'm super powerful, but hmm, not my problem.
1: Yeah, he has to show up fashionably late. I mean, he's fabulous. Yes. Um. Yeah. You know, I was telling you this too. Like, I haven't seen the first ones, which is kind of shocking when I tell people because I like Harry Potter. But
0: uh, yeah. The only reason I went to go see the Fantastic Beast movie was because of one of our friends. She didn't want to go by herself, so um. So
1: Nicholas Cage
0: stars as Nick. Cage in the
1: action comedy The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, It's an action-crime comedy that came out April 22nd. Creatively unfulfilled and facing financial ruin, the fictionalized version of Cage must accept a $1 million offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan, played by Pedro Pascal. Things take a wildly unexpected turn when Cage is recruited by a CIA operative, played by Tiffany Haddish, and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. With a career built for this very moment, this seminal award-winning actor must take on the role of a lifetime as Nick Cage. It looks so freaking fun.
0: We're going to watch this, dude. I, I'm not a huge Nicolas Cage fan, but like this movie makes me go, okay, I see you. And the only, not, not the only reason, one of the main reasons I'm going to go see it is because of Tiffany Haddish. I freaking love her. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, she's in it. This is going to be funny as hell. I'm seeing it.
1: I, yeah. I like the cast and it's just the concept of this whole movie. It's so Nick Cage. It's hilarious. <laughs> Nick Cage inception. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, the next movie is We're All Going to the World's Fair, and it's a drama horror, and that came out April 22nd as well. Reality and fantasy begin to blur when teenager Casey, played by Anna Cobb, alone in her attic room, immerses herself in a role-playing horror game online.
0: It looks so freaking good. That little synopsis doesn't do it justice with how like awesome that
2: looks. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It definitely has an indie vibe to it, but it just definitely works for this.
0: It looks really good. 10 out of 10, at least recommend watching the trailer for it, because you know, I, I can't recommend watching a movie I haven't seen yet, but like that trailer gets me hyped. Yeah, you definitely want to watch
1: it. Okay. <laughs> and this next movie, apparently I've been saying the name <laughs> wrong the whole time, and he has too. Yep. Um, it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Not and the multiverse, but in the multiverse, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's a Marvel movie, of course. And It's Ooh. coming out May 6th. In Marvel Studios, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the MCU unlocks the multiverse and pushes its boundaries further than ever before, Journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange, who, with the help of mystical allies both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. Yeah, that looks super cool. I know. I, I didn't know anything about him, and like... I, you know, I finally watched. Yeah, you know, it was one of the later Marvel movies when you go chronologically or whatever. But I just love it. It's so great, like the whole thing. And then with Wanda and oh my gosh, I just love that side of Marvel. Like I like the superhero stuff, but like the witchy, the, the wizard, and like the magic. Oh, that's it's why. So cool.
0: Telling you, Scarlet Witch is one of my top Hell
1: superheroes because yeah, yeah.
2: oh,
0: she's so freaking powerful. It's just so cool.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, let's move into the topic. (laughs) Dead Island, for those of you not in the know, is an action role-playing game centered on the challenge of surviving a zombie-infested open world with a major emphasis on melee combat. That's my favorite part about the game is the melee. I love it. And it's just fucking beautiful. I love
0: the scenery of it. I love, you know, like realistically. In a zombie, realistically, like, it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> not wood. Realistically, in a zombie apocalypse, you wouldn't want weapons that make a bunch of noise. So, it makes more sense to focus more on the melee aspect of it than, you know, the gun aspect of it.
1: Yeah, and I Which, mean, like you said, too, realistically, not everybody owns a
0: gun. Yeah, um, I don't.
1: You might not come across one. You'll probably use whatever you have.
0: Yeah, and I haven't shot very many times in my life, so, like... I don't know, with my hand messed up as it is, I probably wouldn't survive anyway.
1: Stop.
0: (laughs) But yeah, shooting is a lot harder than the movies make it seem. Yeah. It's not a point and click thing. Did you guys know that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, did you? Because I didn't know. I thought that's literally what happened. And guess what? I'm glad nobody was standing in front of me because I ricocheted like no other. (laughs) It was bad. It was scary. Anyway.
0: (laughs) I love it. Just a little blurb about what that Island is. When a mysterious outbreak claims the island of Benoit, four individuals who find themselves immune must use the power to protect the remaining survivors, uncover the truth, and escape. A picturesque resort falls into madness after a mysterious zombie outbreak claims its once peaceful atmosphere. Like we were saying, it's just super beautiful to even just walk around.
1: Yeah, in the game, I remember one of the scenes, you go up these stairs and on your way back down, even the character stops and you look at the whole scenery. And I think they comment something about it. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like you're going through hell in this paradise
0: and it's just so fucking cool. Yes, it is. I love it.
1: So let's get into a little bit about the creation development. The creators were director Pavel Marhika and the producer was Adrian Shisevsky. The game itself was in development since at least 2005, when it was under the name of Island of Living Dead. Glad they did the name change. Right. It sounds way better now.
0: Well, I mean, Island of the Living Dead, I think it's supposed to be like a nod to Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so like, I like it just for that fact. Yeah, the other name. that's true. You know? Yeah.
1: The game was finally released on September 6th, 2011, and has since sold more than 5 million copies worldwide. It was originally released on Windows PC, the Xbox 360, and PlayStation 3. It was subsequently released on a fuck ton of other things, uh, such as the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox XS.
0: I felt like it was released on more things. Remember, I was like, "Ah, oh, I thought it was supposed to be on the Switch. And then it oh, was, yeah. but it couldn't handle it, yeah, basically. I was say, yeah, the, with those graphics, unfortunately, the yeah. Switch couldn't do it. So, um, But yeah, like we were talking, it felt like the game was a lot older than it is. I was like, 2011? No, nah, it's got to be like 2009. But no. Yeah, well, with me,
1: yes and no. Like, to me, it just looks so good that you could have said it was released just last year because I just feel like they hold up so well. The graphics are so good. I do feel like they were just ahead of the game Mm -hmm. at the time. You know, no pun intended, but (laughs) literally. I'm really impressed with
0: the quality of it for 2011. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, like we said, it's been re-released on a few things, And there's also been some spinoffs. So the first spinoff, continuation, DLC, second game, like it probably should have been called to come out of Dead Island, was the Dead Island Riptide game, which was released in 2013. Some sources call it a sequel, some sources call it a continuation. You know, it's up for debate. But anyway, uh. (laughs) I know it was kind of like we took some time thinking like, what is this
1: exactly? Because I always thought it was a sequel, Uh but then it's like they're saying it's not because Uh it's like a continuation. So I guess the correct term is continuation, but I don't know. It's weird one to me. It is.
0: I wholeheartedly agree because it wasn't something I really thought about, but I just remember you had to buy it separately. And anyway, moving on, the game picks up right where you left off. It has the four original survivors plus a new one arriving on another island in the Benoit Archipelago, which is also overrun by those nasty little flesh-eating creatures. However, they're kept in inside the ship and experiment on individually. That's fucked up. Yeah. The only problem is you lose everything that you had from the original game. See, that's why I'm like, mm, then that doesn't make it a DLC. You know? Right, right. Just, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then you find out the virus is on the ship and it takes out everybody on the ship. And then you get into a shipwreck and you land on the new island of Palinai. Uh, But yeah, Riptide received mixed reviews from critics who cited the game didn't fix any of its predecessor's problems, nor did it add any new gameplay Basically, a lot of the critics didn't think that Reptide really answered any questions or solved any problems like plot holes from the original game.
1: Yeah, which I and I remember you kind of felt the same way. You kind of felt like you paid the price of a new game, but it wasn't technically a new
0: game. So that kind of felt ripped off. You kind of didn't get any story added on to it. You just went to a new place.
1: Yeah, that kind of sucks. I think I would still want to play it. I mean, yeah. I'm interested to play it anyway. Me too. So a couple of spin-offs that came off of that. The first one was Escape Dead Island, and that one was released uh, November of 2014. And this one is a survival mystery adventure that lets the players delve into the Dead Island universe and unravel the origins of the zombie outbreak. Um, it looked pretty interesting. I think you were saying like the graphics were not your
0: favorite because they're yeah. kind of
1: comic bookish. Like, Which, it is.
0: I I would originally love that, but that's not Dead Island to me. Yeah, so I agree. I, was like, I agree. I think
1: they should have kept the same style.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. It just feels weird that's what turned me off about it I'm like I love comic book style video games yeah so it's like Borderlands I, yeah <laughs> but you know it's just I can't for some reason get past that hump of how different no it I looks. agree
1: too because I didn't know that until we were looking it up and I was like oh yeah that is really weird um, there was also Dead Island Retro Revenge and that was released June of 2016 this one is a classic side scrolling action endless runner game set in the Dead Island universe as well <laughs> It's
0: not good either. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um. It, it was just them trying to make money, I feel, on that one. On the franchise. At least the yeah. uh, Escape Dead Island. You have a storyline. You have, you know, whatever. And this one's just like an arcade game. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: To me, anyway. I mean, I know people who liked it a lot, but it's just not for me. No, that's fair.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would liked it either. Like I said, I feel like I'd be too stuck on the first thing because I loved it so much. Yep. It'd be hard to try to play it a different way. Yep. So... There allegedly is a sequel in the works, Dead Island 2, uh, and that was said to be released in 2015, but has (sighs) since been delayed indefinitely. Uh, (laughs) Uh The new release date is allegedly March 2023. We'll see about that. Um, (laughs) okay. I don't see this happening, but okay, cool. But it does have a storyline to it. It takes place several months after the events on Benoit. Now, a restricted zone, California has become a bloody paradise for those who refuse to leave their homes, and an action packed playground for renegades who seek adventure, glory, and a fresh start. Dead Island 2 features crazy, never before seen handcrafted weapons and over the top characters in taking players from the iconic Golden Gate to the celebrated beachfront boardwalk of Southern California's Venice Beach.
0: Uh, we saw the trailer. Yeah, (laughs) from years ago. Seriously, because (laughs) I watched the trailer of that during a WWE pay-per-view in 2015. And I'm like, that's why I thought it was out already and like, you know, whatever. And I just didn't play it. No, because it hasn't been freaking released yet. <laughs> I know. That's freaking hilarious. I forgot
1: about it. It's yeah. the same thing. Like I think I took it as like it went in the way of Left 4 Dead 2, how there was supposed to be a Left 4 Dead 3 and it never came mm-hmm. out. I kind of thought the same thing happened. Like they just scrapped it for whatever terrible reason. But we came across like this. GameStop review. So what happened was (laughs) we were trying to look (laughs)
2: at I'm just remembering the
1: We were trying to look it up because it was funny when we came across our searches GameStop has the game Pre-order. You can pre-order Dead Island 2 for $59.99 for the Playstation 4 or for the Xbox (laughs) One which I mean that goes to show you how dated that is. And uh, there was a couple of questions and answers for it and one of them was like somebody asked What is the release date? And the answer was yesterday. It was about to come out yesterday. Uh, This one says, I can't wait to play this game. I pre-ordered after they showed the gameplay at GamesCon in 2014. 2014,
0: people. Yes, 2014. Um, Still
1: waiting on my copy for the Xbox One in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) They're taking a good amount of time developing, so it'll definitely be awesome. It wasn't really a question. It was more like a comment. And they actually commented only three months ago. Yeah. And then GameStop was quick to reply and saying, we're excited that you're excited. (laughs) 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 We just lost our shit. Like, what the hell?
0: I don't know if that's petty or if that's just hilarious.
1: (laughs) A little bit of both.
0: Yeah. I think the people who have pre-ordered Dead Island 2 and have waited this long and not asked for a refund back the developers should be like kissing their ass because that's the only reason it's still in development and they should be giving them like even if they only did the regular edition of it you should be giving them something like way extra in the game. I agree. Like an exclusive I, DLC for them.
1: Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> know that people had pre-ordered that. Uh, Me the, either. The, I just thought that was mind-boggling. Like, holy shit, you're pre-ordering a game that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Good um, on you. <laughs> people were asking questions of Best Buy as well. And one of them was like, does it have split screen? And this person said, uh, this was only asked ten months ago too. Yeah. Like this is still recent. They're uh-huh. not like they weren't asked like years ago. The, the answer said no, I don't think so. The first game was co-op, so it might be co-op too. We don't know much about the game yet, but maybe in 20 years we might. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this game is ever coming out, to be honest. <laughs> That's good. Um, it's just so funny. That's hilarious. Uh, but my favorite one was I wonder how many people pre-ordered this thinking, wow, I can't wait to play this game seven years later. <laughs> and somebody like commented back, yeah, I thought it was fake, but you could actually give them $60 for this game that will never come out. And if it did, who cares? Dying Light 2 is on its way.
0: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yes! I agree. That's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I do want Dead Island 2 to come out. And I do want to pre-order it when I know for sure it's coming out. Right. Now, see, the only game I would ever pre-order without knowing an actual release date is a remake of Code Veronica. Just saying. Hell yeah. Can you imagine that? I would, I would cry. Now let's get into the characters. First up is Mr. Sam B, voiced by Phil Lamar, known as the tank of the group, which means he can, you know, take a lot of hits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: A one-hit wonder rap star from New Orleans. Obviously not that many hits. Oh. <laughs> Got him. That's who I'm playing as in our latest playthrough of the game. So, sorry, bro. <laughs> he was booked by the Royal Palms Resort to perform his well-known song, Who Do You Voodoo? <laughs> at a high-profile hotel party. Don't you mean hotel? Oh, I do. <laughs> Hotel at a high profile hotel party. <laughs> Once strong, self confident, and proud, Sam B has had a troubled past and a history of drugs and alcohol abuse, and his private life became a haze of fake friends and bad advisors. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> he believed his gig at the Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> he believed his gig at Benoi was his last chance to become a star again he has a specialty of blunt weapons which becomes very useful during the plague yeah sam b is a character the first time i played there. i'm like why would i want to be specialized in blunt objects that's just stupid and now i'm like hell yeah you can bash skulls in. you don't know, like mm-hmm. it's awesome
1: yeah, and he's strong and he has a lot of stamina, which is super necessary in this game.
0: Very. I think he's fun. He's super cool. He's, I, okay, so I like Logan's little things he says because that was the very first character I played as. So that just has memories to it. And I also like Perna. I like her little smart ass things too. I've not played as Shenmei yet, so I don't know. Well, I have played as Shan
1: Mei, which is the next character I'm going to talk about. Her demeanor is like just a little bit more reserved, I feel like. So Shan Mei is voiced by Kim Mai Guest, and she is the assassin of the group. So she's very speedy and just very good at fast attacks. Uh, Super stealthy. Super stealthy, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sharp weapons, all that. So she is a desk clerk at the Royal Palms Resort. Born and raised by a police commander killed in the line of duty in China, she secretly works as a spy for the Ministry of State Security. It is assumed that she does well at keeping her espionage a secret, as everyone refers to her as the desk clerk. Like we were saying, her specialty is sharp-bladed weapons, which became very useful during the plague. Um... Like, when we were playing, I remember, like, I wasn't upgrading her sharp weapons capabilities, which was an oopsie. But, um, yeah, I remember she's really fast, but her stamina was pretty low, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But,
0: you know, I mean, you need a balance here and there about that. So It's kind of like when I was playing Logan the first time, and I remember thinking, oh, yeah, that's right. He's good at throwing stuff. And I completely forgot to look up how to throw stuff Mm -hmm. for a character who can throw stuff? Like I know, that's like your specialties. What are we doing?
2: And oh. then it was like
0: halfway <laughs> through the game, we we're like, Oh, oh yeah, this that's... probably would have gone a lot faster yeah. if we just, you know,
1: hindsight, <laughs> hindsight, baby.
0: Next up is the character that I started it off with, Logan Carter, voiced by David Kay. He is known as the jack of all trades, and that's part of the reason I chose him the first time I played it. A former American football star, spoiled by life and successful in every possible way. Unfortunately, his own ego finally put an end to his bright future. Isn't that some shit? Taking part in a reckless street race with tragic consequences, Logan not only killed a young woman, his passenger, but also fractured his knee, putting an end to his sports career. Dude. Vehicle (laughs) manslaughter. Yeah. Not cool, man. His fall from stardom inevitably followed and he plunged swiftly into a life of bitterness and despair. He ended up letting a blood drive use his name and in return received an all expense paid trip to Benoit.
1: Hell yeah. He,
0: okay, that, I would I'd be like, yeah, go ahead and use my name too. Well, in hindsight, no, probably not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he also has a specialty of throwable items, a.k.a. projectiles for those who, you know, are in the know. And let me tell you, once you figure it out, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even your regular weapons, you do so much more damage as Logan with any throwable stuff. So it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it is. I will say, like, I'm not the best. Like, (laughs) in real life, I can't throw. And I guess it translates over to video games because I also can't throw for shit in a video game. So (laughs) I obviously... (laughs) Don't ever play as Logan. I never pick him, but it is kind of cool to like throw shit around there. I will say that. Yeah. Even if you're not fun. Logan, it's still fun. Yeah. Well, and there is a lot of stuff that you need to throw stuff for. Like True. to blow up gas tanks and all that stuff. Which the will, like
0: suiciders.
1: Yes. Like certain enemies that mm-hmm. we'll touch Later. up in a bit. Yep. But yeah, it's really, really fucking useful. And next up, we have Perna Jackson, who is voiced by Peta Johnson. And she is the leader and firearms expert of the group. Yas, queen! Got it, hunty, slay. Literally, slay. Seriously. <laughs> She's an Australian Aboriginal former officer of the New South Wales Police Force, referred to by the game as the Sydney Police Department. After losing her career when she shot and wounded a town molester who could not be prosecuted due to his wealth and connections... <gasps> That's like real life. Um, mm-hmm. Perna became a bodyguard for VIPs in dangerous places all over the world. Perna states she wishes to finish off the child molester after leaving Benoit. And yeah, just like the other characters, her skill with firearms is hella useful. Especially
0: when it gets towards the end. Oh yeah, uh, you which, need more firearms at the end than at the beginning.
1: Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's just the, it's a cool progression of the game. Which, yeah, we'll get into again in a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's really fucking nice when you can finally use a gun on there. And I'm playing with her this time around and I learned from my past mistakes. (laughs) I'm leveling up her firearms ability, so it's going to be fucking
0: tight. Yeah, it is. I can't wait for you to actually be able to fully use a firearm because right now um, we're in an area where it's useful, but it's not necessary. Yeah, that's true. But it'd be really nice and useful. Although with the rams, it is kind of necessary sometimes. Yes, this fucking era, dude. Next up is a newish guy to the playing field, I guess you can say. So he's added on for the definitive edition. Ryder White, voiced by Johanna, a colonel with the Australian Defense Force who communicates with the heroes, providing directions for escape. When the hero is able to communicate with Ryder once more at the hotel, it is revealed that he is on the prison island and is dealing with his injured wife, Emily White. It is later revealed that Ryder was not the voice from the main game. Instead, Kevin had been posing as him and was the true villain of the game, not Ryder. Ton Ton which he is literally the best character to use, ideally because his stats are like all even. And they're all high up. So I think that's why they added him to the game.
1: Yeah. I think that we were reading something about like, it is a good character to start off with the first time you play it. But I don't think we played with him yet as of recent.
0: I started playing with him and then my Xbox crashed. And so I stopped and I didn't have the game for a long time.
2: And I remember you yeah.
0: saying that. Uh-huh. But then I just like, eh, it was okay. It wasn't too different from the other characters, so...
1: Yeah. So it's funny because every time, like we've been saying hotel, we pronounce it like hotel. And we do that all the time in real life. Yeah,
0: doesn't matter. I can be talking about people who have never played the game or anything. And I'll still say hotel. Yep.
1: It's because of this character, John Sinemoy, who is voiced by Steve Bloom. He is a lifeguard and the leader of the Beach House Survivor Group. Sinemoy was slated to appear in Dead Island Riptide,
0: which why wasn't he in there? They just cut him out. Just because. I don't like that at all. Me either. Because who's going to say hello for us? Right. But we just can't have nice things, can we? Nope. Apparently not. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. For some reason, they cut our boy out.
1: So up next is a synopsis of the game. Starts off basically the night after a high-profile party. Four playable main characters, they're referred to as the survivors or heroes, Sam B, Sean May, Logan Carter, and Perna Jackson. So you are awakened by a voice over the emergency intercom system directing you to evacuate the hotel. Hotel! (laughs) So you eventually discover that the majority of the population has been overcome by a contagious and infectious plague, turning people into psychopathic, flesh-eating creatures. What? Like, that's a problem? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit of an issue. It's oh, a bit of okay, an issue. okay. Briefly overcome by one of the infected, you are then rescued by Lifeguard, the superstar of the game, John Cinnamoy.
0: <clears throat> we have a little asterisk to talk about here.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like we were saying, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters, but it did not start off that way.
0: Not even a little bit. So you have to understand... Where we're coming from, okay? (laughs) We We were somewhat emotionally scarred.
1: Yes. Like, this whole game, you basically are going off of what Sinemoya is telling you. And it just gets harder and harder to trust him. And remember what we're saying, it's Uh basically because of Wesker. It's Wesker's fault. Because he just betrays you. And we're we're over here like, oh no, fuck this dude. Fuck this dude. Uh He is just going to leave me to die eventually. Yeah, Yeah.
0: or he's going to be behind this whole thing. Pretending to be a lifeguard. But really, he's a mastermind behind everything. (laughs) Yeah, so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) We're just a little little scarred from a small video game franchise from before, okay?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, when you're playing the game... I don't think it's just us. I think it gives you the sense of like, you don't know who to trust
0: type thing. The only reason I think, yes, it does that on purpose is because you have the people from the lifeguard house and you have the people from the lighthouse and the people from the lighthouse don't trust Cinemoy. And Cinemoy, he doesn't not trust the people in the lighthouse, but he's just kind of like, you know, everybody needs to be saved. But then again, that's what Wesker kind of made you feel too. Like everybody needs to be saved, but he really didn't give a fuck. So you really were like, okay, do I trust Cinnamon or do I trust this lighthouse guy? I don't know.
1: Right, exactly. That's kind of how it went down. They kind of didn't want to help each other. And you're like the middleman. You're like, you want to help everybody. And you're like, don't know who to trust more. Uh Uh So yeah, it's very, very conflicting. But (sighs) yeah. Eventually, the survivors discover that they are apparently immune from infection. So it's really cool because you are immune. So like you get bitten, you won't turn into this rabid zombie. Or as they call them in the game, walkers. So once the voice, quote unquote, is out of contact, uh, the survivors are tasked by Cinnamoy to try to find supplies and contact the outside world. As it becomes obvious that the resort lacks enough supplies to survive long enough, Cinnamoy instead asks you to travel to the city of Moresby to find help. The survivors take along Jin, who is the daughter of the bitten mechanic who modifies an armored car that you used to break out of the resort.
0: Which is hard as hell to drive because you can't see shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's
0: always your task when we play together is to (laughs) drive. And yeah, that one, I do remember, though, I did get to drive it a couple times. times because
1: it's kind of fun, though. It is. But yeah, it's very tricky,
0: which is actually kind of nice because you see these zombie movies all the time with those type of vehicles to drive. And you're like, how the hell do they see? The thing is, they can't. (laughs) <laughs> so, that's why it doesn't matter who you run over. It could be a zombie, it could be somebody who's alive. Who the fuck cares? It's
1: just move, bitch, get out the way. You yep. see that? Because,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, can't see shit. Upon arriving in Moresby, after taking down a new special infected known as the Ram, the survivors aid a holdout at a barricaded church. They ultimately raid a supermarket under the control of the rascal gangs.
1: Those little rascals.
0: Yeah. Jin tries to offer supplies to another rascal faction in the abandoned police station who captured and raped her.
1: I totally forgot about that part. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The gang rescues Jin, but her actions anger Sam B for going there without anybody to help her. He basically victim blames a little bit. Yeah, I totally forgot that part. Yeah. Goddamn, that's fucking dark for a video game, but. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember, like, the- did that just actually happen yeah like that would totally happen in yeah no totally like you know that happens now so why wouldn't it happen during a pandemic more during that because people
1: loot and riot and just kind of go crazy yeah they lose all civilization
0: Ugh. yeah upon returning to the resort the survivors make contact with the voice introducing himself as colonel Ryder white a benoit island defense force commander He is currently trapped in a high-security prison located on a remote island, only accessible through the jungle. He states that due to the character's immunity, he could create a cure-slash-vaccine and, in turn, save his bitten wife. White directs the survivors into the jungles of Benoit, having them find a smuggler named Moen who can reach the prison. I like Moen. I forgot about Moen, too. Yeah, me too. Moen takes them to a lab studying the plague. The researchers determine the infection is a mutation of Kuru that originated from the indigenous population. At their request, the survivors collect a tissue sample from a native mummy to better examine the pre-mutation form of Kuru and rescue a native woman, Urema, who was about to be sacrificed by her tribe. (laughs) Good people. Good timing on our part, too. Oh yeah, you know, convenience and all that. After the survivors complete the preparations, they hurry back to the lab when White reports that something's wrong. They find that the zombies the scientists were studying were accidentally released.
2: Oopsies!
0: (laughs) Rescuing Urema and retrieving what appears to be the prototype vaccine, the survivors proceed to the prison island.
1: So the survivors initially help the surviving prisoners to arm themselves in exchange for reaching White. But when White finally contacts them again, he urges them to abandon the prisoners and proceed to him.
2: Hmm. It's a little sketch. A little
0: sussy-wussy.
1: hmm The prisoners' holdout eventually falls and Moen dies, helping Jin and Urema escape. As the survivors are about to reach White, however, they are hit with a knockout gas inside their elevator. Awoken by a tech-savvy prisoner named Kevin, they learn that White stole the vaccine and are warned that he intends to flee with his wife and call a nuclear strike to perch the island. What a nice guy. Stand-up guy, stand-up guy. Racing to the roof helipad, the survivors find themselves held by White at gunpoint. Jin, disgusted by White's plan, Releases White's now zombified wife from her restraints and she bites White on the wrist. White kills his wife and shoots Jin dead. Ugh, I remember that. Yep, Joe. I was so, so pissed. Sad. Yes. And then injects himself with a vaccine only for it to accelerate and amplify his own mutation. The survivors kill White. Then finally escaped with his helicopter as Kevin intones that things will never be the same. Bum, bum, oh my gosh, I just totally remember this part, and yeah, we were hella pissed. Uh huh. Are you fucking
0: kidding me? There's all the shit that girl went through. That's exactly her what, what we dad said. Dying, like all the just her dad died. Jesus. She went back to kill her dad. She went and tried to offer a peace offering to some gang members. They kidnapped and raped her. And then, like... (sighs) I remember when we first played it, I was, like, kind of annoyed with her. I
1: was like, uh-huh. oh, you're like a burden almost. Sorry. Almost Sherry. Yes, yeah. exactly. I uh-huh. remember we always yep. compared her to Sherry uh-huh. at first. From, from the original game, yeah. anyway, of uh, Resident Evil. But uh, anyway. That's and, all we
0: knew then. That's yeah, all we knew. That's
1: all we had. Um, <laughs> but then I'm like, we started liking her more. And then we, are like, kind of got attached and then felt so bad about that whole rape thing. Mm-hmm. And then we, like,
0: wanted to protect her. And then this fucking happens at the end. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. And she got rescued by Moen, who died saving her, too. Oh, my
1: God. Just, yeah. uh, So
0: (sighs) fucking games. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Play their fucking heartstrings, assholes. Now on to the actual gameplay. Dead Island features an open world divided by relatively large areas. Most of the gameplay is built around combat, mainly melee weapons and completing quests. Dead Island is an action role-playing game which uses experience-based gameplay. The players earn xp by completing tasks and killing enemies. Upon leveling, the players gain health and invest one skill point into the skill tree and level up one of their skills, which we were already kind of talking about, their specialties and stuff like that
1: yeah i always like i want to save the points so i can go in there and spend a bunch at one time yeah because it's but it, but it's then just, you're like
0: that's stupid too because then yes, yeah because you
1: do need that you know what i mean like yeah you do need mm-hmm. to level up as fast as possible and the only way to do that is to spend a point as soon as you get it yeah but it's just so painstakingly slow <laughs> at the same time because i'm like ah
0: yeah. yeah no i a thousand percent agree with you <laughs>
1: But what's really cool, too, is, like, with the quest, you don't have to go in a specific order. True. It's really cool to, like, get all the little side quests done before, to be honest. I like doing that before mm-hmm. doing, like, a main one just because... You build up yeah
0: experience and exactly. it makes the thing easier. But sometimes it also, also does make it harder.
1: Yeah, I guess it just kind of depends. Everything's yeah. circumstantial, but, like, it is nice to get those done. And also because we're completionists and I like to,
0: like, clear all that shit out. For certain games, I'm a completionist. Okay, I am for almost everything, but yeah. (laughs) Now, um, combat is carried out through either physical attacks or use of melee weapons and firearms. Melee weapons are emphasized to the point that firearms are not available for the first half of the game, which we kind of already talked about. But melee weapons can be thrown at targets at any point in the game. Which is very, very useful for certain bad peoples. Mm -hmm. Weapons are randomly generated and positioned in predetermined locations as well as found on some enemies.
2: Uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah. little thing about these walkers here is that they will hit you back. (laughs)
0: They they do. You're like, this motherfucker just hit me with a wrench or a lead pipe yeah
1: like, oh hell no it pisses me off when i see them and they're holding it above their head after they're coming to you i'm like you better go somewhere uh-uh no you did it
0: <laughs> my favorite thing is when they have them and you're in the truck and you're just like what are you gonna do with that what
1: are you gonna do with that what you gonna do with that <laughs> Besides, it's going <laughs> <made> me
0: mad
2: <laughs>
0: yeah gta motherfucker 10, 10 points. points yeah the only good quote from resident evil movie <laughs> yes dude the only one from that movie uh, from any resident evil movie really give me another quote that's actually good I'm i said that's good. actually good <laughs> not the one that we mock all the time i'm good but i'm not that good Just Just anyway <laughs> <laughs> we're not bitter about that at all no uh uh-uh. So they have unique stats that are generally based on the player's current level, which makes sense because I've given weapons to my brother-in-law's character and they've been weaker than my character because he's a lower level and he's, you know, not CMB who specializes in like the blunt force weapons that I'll drop to him and stuff. I do more damage with them. I'm like, oh, this does blah, blah, blah damage. And he goes, no, it doesn't. Oh, (laughs) yeah. My bad. (laughs) Each weapon can be upgraded three times to increase its stats, and most weapons can be modded. And I didn't realize it wasn't all weapons until we started playing it again. I was like, oh, hey, this one, I can't do nothing to this one. Um, But the mods are customized based on blueprints and added special features such as nails or, you know, electrified blades. And, you know, a little bit of poison. (laughs) These weapons will wear out after, you know, one or two uses, it feels like. (laughs) (laughs) And they require repairs and careful use. Once a weapon becomes damaged beyond a certain point, it becomes more expensive to repair. And trust me, they get fucking expensive at certain points. Yeah, as you level up.
1: (laughs) Uh, What? What do you mean like these get worn out and broken? But I'm like, yeah, well, in real life, that does happen. You know, you can only knock a zombie so many times before your iron pipe becomes disfigured and bent and Mm -hmm. useless. So
0: how fast they wear out sometimes. It's just like, really, would a lead pipe give out in like three swings? I don't think so. I mean, you are killing these people. You know what, Roxy? (laughs) (laughs) We're not putting that much logic to it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: it is pretty cool but at the same time yeah it does kind of become like something you do have to worry about and look into a lot mm-hmm. and uh, i mean they do have a ton of those repair stations throughout the game yeah. but you know there's the whole thing like it does cost money to mm-hmm. repair them like you were saying and the stronger the weapon the more it costs
0: right now one of my weapons if i let it go too far is like almost three thousand to repair it I'm like is it worth it yeah is this worth it to keep repairing this? <laughs> Remember, like, I'll go up to the bench. Is it worth it? Live or work. It? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I start saying that yeah. because I'm like, Is it? I my the reverse. It. <laughs> is your family was right yet? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I understand because, you know, it is a higher level weapon and you start to get more money later on in the game. So it's like a, you know, yeah, especially our little
1: hack that we have. <laughs> we drive to this area, of yeah. the resort, where there's a ton of luggage. So, like, one of the things is you can open up luggage and get a certain amount of money from each one. And we make bank whenever mm-hmm. we go there. We're talking, like, $20,000 every round that we go. And the cool thing is, too, they reset. So, we'll, like, leave, do another mission, come back. <laughs> it's, like, a cool little fun thing we do now. <laughs> <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> this uh last time we left my brother-in-law to his own device to meet up with us so we were like hold on let's go to the place where we can get all the money and we had left a car there previously i was like wait our car disappeared when we pulled up to it I was like what happened to it oh well it must have just like despawned or whatever i just go around a bus and i look up and the truck is like stuck in some place i said did you try to drive the truck what no Ah, uh, okay, yeah. That's what happened to our truck. He got it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and
1: I remember when we first played it, too, there was one of those things that we did try to take the <laughs> truck everywhere we went because it's, like, way better. You, it's like yeah. a weapon. You kill the walkers and the zombies with them, and it's nice to have it. And so I remember played this one part we were playing it for, like, 20, 30 minutes just trying to get the truck unstuck because, God forbid, you walk by yourself yeah. in this, like, zombie-infested land. It fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. And we were far away from, like, the lighthouse
0: or any it's of like, the other. It like, just do it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That was right after we were exposed to one of the new special zombies. We were like, we don't know when that was going to show up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Well, yeah so a little bit more about the gameplay there's a stamina bar which we talked about a little bit meaning that after a set amount of physical action such as running jumping or swinging a weapon the character will need to stop to regain his or her stamina yeah
1: which <laughs> just like in real life i guess
0: <laughs> yeah you know how many times i'll be fighting one of the big zombies or whatever going ha 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 and then i realize Oh shit! I'm out of stamina. And all of a sudden, you're backhanded across the. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, I deserve that. <laughs> yep, that pimp slap from the thugs is the best. Yeah. Fighting with a high level zombie will result in the player often running out of stamina and potentially being killed. Which I did not realize this until we started playing again. like, like I'm running out of stamina fast. Fighting like thugs or mm-hmm. whatever compared to other zombies.
1: This makes so much sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, you don't want to be killing the game because you lose so much money. Like every time uh-huh. you lose at and least experience points. That's true. So it, it's kind of a backdraw. It's not necessarily like the worst thing to happen if you die, because it's kind of cool. You kind of just respond around the same area. But when you think about it, if you die like, you know, a couple of times in a row, that's like 20 grand. Yeah. But I guess we just go back to the resort and get exactly. that in one, you know, one
0: shot, but. The game features special-class zombies, which are more powerful than the standard zombies. Players can use flashlights in dark areas and during nighttime scenes, adding suspense. Which it does, because holy crap, when you get to areas... And you only have the flashlight as a source of light. It is creepy feeling.
1: That's how, yeah, that's how it is all across the board in any freaking game. Just like in Left 4 Dead and Resident yep. Evil when you just have the
0: flashlight. Uh, yeah. I don't you, like using got flashlights <laughs> in real life because it's same, creepy.
1: Literally same. When the lights go off, I fucking hate it. Like, uh,
0: I almost rather just get my eyes adjusted to light. <laughs> or no light, okay? Uh, Yeah,
1: no, it's definitely scary. So, also, zombies in the game have different abilities, such as the walkers being kind of like the Romero-style zombies, and then the infected being kind of like the 28 Days Later style of running zombies. Uh, there are also other special zombies styled after zombies from Left 4 Dead, um, which is super neat. And I remember we always bring that up when we're yep. playing it, too. This is like the boomer. This is like mm-hmm. the spitter. This is like the, you know, smoker. All that stuff. The game also features a beautifully designed open-world environment, like we mentioned, and you do play a first-person perspective, which, at this point, I'm very much used to that, but I remember when we first started, I did not like that.
0: Hell no, because we were so used to Resident Evil, and it's all third-person, so when this was like, I hate it, this sucks, it's scary, I don't like
1: it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, Left 4 Dead is the game that got me into Mm first-person shooters. Same. But the problem with this game, even though it's the same thing, is that it's just so much fucking harder because you're playing it by yourself. Yep. We're going to keep touching up on this because it's such an (laughs) important part of the game that you definitely need the three other people to play with you in this game. If you want to be successful and have fun with it, because it's just a fucking shit story you are playing by yourself. Yeah. This island is staggering in size and includes an expansive resort area, a city, and a jungle region which I always thought it was fucking cool. Like we said mm-hmm. that the fact that it is open world, it's different from left for for the fact that left is very much you go from point A to point B. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying no, like, but, that is different, which this one you can literally go wherever the fuck you want. Like we said, we constantly go to the hotel uh, in that area because of all the money you get. And so that's super fun.
0: Yeah. Just to me, it's a good like palate cleanser. If something was like really hard. So let's just go back to the hotel. Yeah. The hotel and yeah. get some money. Now
1: let's just relax for a little bit and take the sights because like it is really cool that and, is one of the things it's beautiful too yes, so we have talked about that already but yeah it is so nice like the colors are so bright oh, and yeah. it's just kind of really cool We always joke about how like we're going on vacation uh-huh. on the game because you just feel that tropical warmth could you imagine this in vr oh dude that would be fucking awesome yeah it would be Terrifying, but awesome. <laughs> I can I a thug coming at you or a ram fucking coming <gasps> at you, dude. Uh, oh my butcher? god! Oh uh, yeah, no, 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 I'm out. Oh, uh, I'm done, honey. O U T. Yeah, <laughs> you wanna go night night? <laughs> night <laughs> night. I'm scared. <laughs> no, just thinking about that. Okay. Uh, so in the game, there are many survivalist strongholds, such as the lighthouse, and the church, and the lifeguard tower. Um, With also- our boys, Cinemoy. Hell yeah. You will also encounter hostile territories protected by bandits that are not fun.
0: Yeah, they're really, really rude. (laughs) Seriously. So a cool thing about Dead Island is unlike games involving similar post-apocalyptic themes, Dead Island focuses more on melee combat than firearms. Melee weapons are more abundant in the game. Um, We kind of already talked about the skill points you want to build your character with their skills in mind but there are three main components for the skill tree and that's fury combat and survival fury is focused on their specialty and they have a special attack with that i always forget about mine and mine's always at max because i forget about it
1: and you would think you would remember because i think it does kind of like was it blink or something uh-huh but it's like there's just so much going on. The last time we played, I was like, "Oh, hey, it's the first time I've done it the whole time. Yeah.
0: I forgot about that." And I went, "Oh shit!" And I like started pressing random buttons. I'm like, "I don't remember how to use mine."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- but it is hella cool because it's like you're invincible during that period, and you're super hella strong. Like every hit that you do is instant kill, basically. Uh huh. So it's fucking awesome, and you definitely want to remember that when there's a big enemy.
0: Oh yeah. So combat is their skills. Sambi increases blunt weapon damage, and also durability, and your stamina gets boosted there, too. And then survival skills, that's things like your health, lockpicking. So each category has a specific reason for being there, and it's
1: pretty neat. I think I'm the only one in our group that has the lockpicking ability. Which is, like, it's cool. I don't think that's a bad thing because then that frees everyone else up to specialize in something else. You know, to become stronger at either melee or their weapon or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. I have lockpick up to two. But when you said you had three, I'm like, Roxy's got it. Okay. um, I can start focusing on other things now. That,
1: yeah, that frees up those skill points to do something else. Which yeah. is nice. And I think, like, yeah, we should have probably come up with a plan earlier on you know just move forward
0: is something to know we're not used to working with that many people okay yeah
1: seriously (laughs) we have a full
0: crew now so
1: yeah it is a thing that you can delegate someone to be like the medic and like constantly have medic packs and level up their like health because i think there's one of those points where you actually can heal people and stuff like that so it's pretty cool
0: yeah i think i heal the best because i put a lot of stuff in the survival
1: Yeah, you are the one that dies the least. And that makes sense because (laughs) your health is really high and
0: all that stuff. And it's Sam B. He does. He has the higher health. health, Anyway, so so. that's
1: like boom, boom, boom. Like, and that's that's why I'm
0: a higher level than you guys, too, because I died the The least. least.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So what really was funny was last time we were playing. I just sat in the truck and like they were collecting money. I was like, "Yes, collect money for me, peasants."
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> that is another thing that like we didn't really know about, but like it is kind of like I thought like you know everyone collects money and it's only for you, mm-hmm. but it is kind of neat if you are playing in a group, everyone collectively gets yep. money, so that's really awesome.
0: And then who was it? It was wasn't it you that got into the truck after a bit? We realized that yes you too, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Make the other peasants work for us. Yeah,
1: make the boys work. (laughs) Do all the work.
0: (laughs) So like we said a million times at this point, but it is an open world game and you can complete the quests at your leisure. But unlike other games, the character can walk, run, jump, drive vehicles, climb ladders, and enter and exit buildings at will, basically. It's so kind of refreshing when there are survival games where the character can't jump. You're like, what? That person is very physically fit. Why couldn't they jump? Oh, I
1: know. That's one of my biggest pieces when the, you can't jump. I'm like a big jump Resident Evil.
0: Yeah. Yes. But then again, I don't design video games, so I don't understand why it's just easier for the character not to jump. I don't get it, but whatever make it happen people
1: Um, make it make sense (laughs) (laughs) seriously Um, but no it is really cool we get to do whatever you want you get to go at your own pace yeah which is it's so awesome yes you do have to do the main quest to move the plot along you know progress the game but like it is nice that you get to pick and choose at what point you want to do it and move along because technically you don't have to do all the side quests no Um, I think there are some that you kind of have to that play along with the main quest But essentially... And it's there to
0: boost your stats. So, like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's the skull ratings for each quest. And it lowers the difficulty of the quest if you're a higher level. So that's what the side quests are there for, to pad your experience points.
1: Right. And so you definitely want to have all four people. (laughs) Yeah. And you want to be, like, leveled
0: up as much as possible. But then again, prepare for those quests. We just played a four skull thing pretty easily with the four of us just saying
1: yes but that's what I'm saying like that goes to show you how (laughs) necessary it is to play this game co-op it's essential it's essential if you want to have a good time anyway
2: (laughs) yeah
0: I mean it's fun to play by yourself don't get me wrong but like it is a such better experience if you play with one other person
1: it's just fun when you're playing co-op just for the fact that you're hanging out with friends and you know mm-hmm. shooting the shit and whatnot but like also makes the game more enjoyable in itself just because it's easier it's just yeah a more enjoyable experience overall i agree so let's talk a little bit more about the weapons the weapons are all over the island of banoi and more and the Preston area throughout the whole game really like they're inside buildings trucks and cars mm-hmm. and stuff so you have to keep an eye out for them my character currently is not a flat optics professional so i'm trying to stick to guns or something like that right. but like you need I, other I, weapons too yes yeah, so because like because you
0: do run out of ammo
1: exactly that is the thing like right now i'm very ammo starved so mm-hmm. i do have like my bat that is super leveled up and i do have a wrench that is super leveled up those are my go-to but yeah you do need all kinds of weapons even if you're an expert mm-hmm. one thing you kind of need backups
2: yeah,
0: because you can't get the decapitations with blunt objects. Yes. Sometimes you just feel like you need to have sharp so you can go.
1: Yes, it's so satisfying, <laughs> yeah. too. I do have a very strong cleaver, too. Really fucking nice if you want some decapitation action. Hell going yeah. On. There are three categories, like we were saying. There's the blunt weapons, blade weapons, and firearms. Uh, and then some of the blunt weapons are, like we were saying, baseball bats, maces, hammers, staffs, many others. There are Bladed weapons such as katanas, machetes, cleavers, axes, door knives, etc., 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 and also some firearms such as rifles,
0: shotguns, pistols, auto rifles, revolvers, etc. Okay, my favorite sharp weapons are the sickles and the I cane knives. They're just like mm. the sickles, I swear, they're made for decalopulation, <sighs> and the cane knives, the same thing. I, I don't think I've used a cane knife, I don't <sighs> remember anyway. So- it's the one that has a flat end but has that really big curve. Oh, okay. I have to. Yeah, 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 Never yeah. mind then. Okay.
1: I guess I was thinking, oh, the sickle is this way. Yeah. The
0: sickle is the crescent moon thing. There. Yeah. Like a little Captain Hook hook. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like my cleaver because it's really are good, strong. Yeah. It's really strong. But um, I'm a big fan of the bats. I just think they're super, like, just very fast. Too. Yeah. Solid go to. It's just nice to just mm-hmm. take a bat to their You're faces. Hell yeah. (laughs) There are some mods to power up and create new weapons, which you definitely want to as soon Uh as you can. You can make bombs. They're super, super helpful. The melee ones, you can get barbed wire, nails, and saws. The saws are pretty cool, but the thing that we were talking about last time was like, they're kind of loud and you kind of get annoyed. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have that weapon out the whole time, the saw is going. Yeah. And I I wish it would just go when you swung. But you hear this buzzing sound uh-huh. the whole time. And so it's like,
0: it gets old. electric.
1: It's old really fast, so, though. Really, I will say. It, yeah. To me, anyway. I mean, no, it does to me, too. Not, but
0: yeah. Remember the first time we realized that? We were, like, running around. And then we're finally like, okay, wait. What is that sound? And then we put the weapon away. And we're like, wait. We're like, oh, don't hear it anymore. Okay. Got the weapon back out. There it is again. What is that? Yeah. We put it away. Like, look for it again. Then we got out. I think you pointed out, it's the weapon. We're like, shit.
1: I know, <laughs> and just, like, you think it makes sense because it is moving. You yeah. see it spinning the whole time, but you don't, I don't know, you don't think about that. And no. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> duh. And with guns, you can make explosive ammo, fire ammo, poison, and shock ammo. That's pretty neat, but I don't think I've ever really
0: used anything.
1: But then again, I wasn't a firearms expert before. So I think True. I just used like
0: a regular ammo for everything. When we got onto the boat in the prison, I remember shooting like the rams with the shocking ones. The shocking ones the best because it stuns them for a while. And so you can shoot them more and more and more. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. That's why I like the shocking stuff. Now we're going to move on to the creatures. (laughs) (laughs) We kind of already talked about the zombies. There's the walkers and the infected. The walkers are the ones that are all slow and stuff. And then the infected are the ones that are like freshly turned. So that's why they're so much faster. And we've already said that they can carry melee weapons and they can throw that shit at you. They could be down the road and you don't realize they're there. If they see you, they will throw and hit you with it. You're like, what the hell hit me? There's a zombie right there. The first time
1: that happened, I was like, oh my God, how fucking dare you throw that (laughs) shit at me? You have to die now. (laughs) Right? i was so pissed (laughs) uh, i don't know why it's like it pisses me off when they do that (laughs) you can't hit me i (laughs) hit you yeah uh no yeah those scary motherfuckers remember the first time we played it i just remember hearing this high screech and this thing running Mm -hmm. towards Mm -hmm. you and it like hits you like these are not regular resident evil zombies from like resident evil and resident evil 2
0: i think we even these said it's are, like holy shit 28 day later bullshit yeah like
1: i'm like oh yeah no that that's that's scary yeah <laughs> it's like especially
0: when you start off with just a fucking paddle oh my god yeah because that breaks after three hits you're like the Whoa. fuck like paddles breaking makes sense because these are wood paddles but like <laughs> no 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 stay stronger stay stronger <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes plus help <laughs>
0: yeah it's fun now moving on to the special infected thugs are the very first ones that you run into which is so fun they're much larger and broader than ordinary zombies and deal a lot more damage with every hit just a little bit like seriously so many times i've like i got this he's almost dead he's almost dead holy shit i'm out of stamp. there we go i'm flying
1: Yeah, we found like a good technique with him is I like to keep my distance. It's really cool because with the four of us, is so much going on for him that someone can be in the back, be hitting him uh-huh. while he's facing someone else. And then that person backs away and then mm-hmm. he turns. And then it's just kind of like, that's just how we play it. We yep. go in and out, in and out. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, that sounded weird. But <laughs> yeah, that's just, it works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, it really, it's like thugs used to be terrifying. And now it's just like, oh, look, there's a thug. <laughs> yeah get it <laughs> one of my favorite things still to do to thugs are cut off their arms yeah that is and bugger. then have them like just try to get you with the no arms they have and, and then they realize it <laughs> and then they like try to bite you still like ah yes like, <laughs> loser <laughs>
1: yep. um another good way to kill them is to use those bombs that you can yep. make those
0: are really awesome i like uh, setting them on fire
1: too uh, i was just gonna say molotovs are Molotov. oh, Molotov. also very nice
0: throwing them Molotov. oh wait wrong game um but yeah they usually do have several walkers around them so that's the bad part about them because usually when there's walkers eventually infected come and that makes it harder to kill the thug um and thugs have an unmistakable roar that can be heard from far away when you're playing it by yourself for the first time and you hear that roar you're like oh fuck my life Mm -mm. yeah (laughs) No, it's terrifying, especially by yourself. And then we have the suicider. Suiciders are zombies with disfigured, bloated bodies, which are pulsing from unknown reactions caused by the virus. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a looker. But they do retain some semblance of awareness. Their instincts are driving them to seek help from uninfected survivors. When they get close, they will violently erupt in a self-destructive explosion. It is advised to listen for their distinct distorted screech, which can sometimes include a cry for help me. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So there's a gas station and I was standing outside the door and I heard the like that inhale sound that they make and then help me i was like (laughs) (laughs) roxy roxy it's right there i was the only one that heard it like the first two or three times yeah and then i got in the truck and i drove around till i found a suicider and i drove everybody there so they could hear it say help
1: Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Uh, Yeah, you were saying you did too, because uh I remember the first time we played it, you also were the first one to hear it, and you showed me, and we're like, what the fuck, that's really creepy, dude. I'm always like, every time I see one, I get freaked out, because it is going to explode, and I think it's instant death, pretty much. My brother-in-law goes (laughs)
0: charging in toward them. It's like, (laughs) stop! Oh
1: my god, that was hilarious because it was his first time yeah. playing against one, and he didn't know and it was I literally the was starting thing. to say Do not go near it And the first thing he does is he goes and charges and yeah. He well,
0: dies. The thing is I was like starting to explain what it is, you know, because that's what we did with the thug and yeah, he just <laughs>
1: You just went right for it. Just gung-ho, guns blazing, or <laughs> blades blazing, or whatever, and yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. Just for fun. Then we have the rams, which are extremely tough, tall, strong, and determined. Oh, my word. Ugh. They're freaking scary, too, dude. The Nightmare first time... fuel. Yeah, seriously. These undead were either already crazy before the outbreak, or were restrained after being infected in an attempt to prevent them from infecting others. I kind of like that theory a little bit better. Like maybe they were the first couple of people that turned and they were kind of acting crazy. And so they restrained them with the straight jackets.
0: That kind of makes more sense to me. That or there's probably like some that were like, dude, that guy's really tall and he's infected. We need him to be restrained from hurting anybody.
1: Yes, So basically now, they single-mindedly pursue any survivors in sight and attack them by charging at full force. (laughs) Yeah, super fun. If a survivor is spotted by the ram, it will charge in a straight line towards them while giving off a loud and wild roar. If a survivor gets close enough to them, they resort to a powerful kick attack. That shit hurts. Yes, dude. Their weak spot is a small patch of exposed skin on their back, as well as their exposed head, which I kind of forgot about the part in the I back. I completely forgot about the part in the back. Yeah. They take an extremely small amount of damage. It's a fucking bitch, dude. Uh, an easier way to kill the ram is to drive over them in any vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's the go-to. That's why we wanted our truck to go with us Except everywhere. for suiciders. Yeah, you don't want to. Because that's instant want. death for you. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to drive over those. That's the only thing. Learn that the hard way. Exactly. <laughs> but with rams, that's an instant kill. So you mm-hmm. definitely want to do that. However, this is almost impossible yeah. in Morseby, um, where most ramps are encountered yeah. due to the streets being littered with crashed and abandoned vehicles. So that's fucking annoying. Uh-huh. I will say that. Rams are especially dangerous because they will usually spawn together with multiple walkers, infected and or suiciders, potentially overwhelming the players. Yeah, we learned that firsthand. Oh my god, I don't even want to think about it when we're playing by ourselves. I, Literally the reason we spent so many hours in Morsby was uh-huh. because of the fucking rams.
0: Yeah, because we didn't have the right weapons to kill them. We didn't know weak spots. The only thing we tried to aim for was the head. But even then, like, you have to hit the top of the head so
1: and the fact that there's infected and walkers uh-huh. everywhere and suicides that you're watching out for mm-hmm. it's a fucking bitch when you're by yourself and you're ambushed by all these other zombies you're fucking by yourself dude yes uh, that's the worst
0: part I And think then that's dudes. when you're like i'm getting a copy of it i'm like that's fine i'll bring my tv and my xbox it's fine
1: that's how we played <laughs> for a long time because of that and so yep D would bring over her TV and her Xbox <laughs> and copy of the game and we'd play right by each other. Yep. Because that was the only way to like, get through the game. And we'd still be like, Woo! Oh yeah, no, it was so terrifying.
0: <laughs> but it was a little bit easier for sure. It was a million times easier with somebody else. And now we're just breezing through the game, dude.
1: <laughs> now we're like, it's a lot too easy. Um we need a challenge.
0: No, no, I don't say that. I like it. I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. It is also noted that Sambi is able to knock one down with his tackle skill, although this is not possible when the Ram is still in high health.
0: Oh. That's a cool pro tip. We're just learning hey. right now, actually. So, holla. That must be my special attack I always forget about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most likely, yes.
0: See, I only needed it until now. That's when I started needing it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. You need it now, so.
0: I have to look up the buttons for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have the floaters, which are zombies that have been submerged in water for an extended period of time.
0: They're gross.
1: They are ecky. A floaters bloated and partially decomposed body produces a corrosive slime capable of hurting, blinding, or disorienting enemies from a distance. Uh Uh-huh.
0: They're nice people. Yeah. Um,
1: Melee attacks often work better on floaters than ranged ones. But it is recommended to be careful of their projectile slime when approaching from a distance. Floaters are impervious to incendiary and poison attacks, but are extremely vulnerable to any electricity-modded weapons. Good pro tip. Yes,
2: very Um, good pro tip.
1: It is unknown if the corrosive slime is infectious. I mean... I think it
0: I would just assume
1: it is you, but, yeah. because yeah. you know,
0: I would assume everything is infectious on that island at this point.
1: Uh seriously, yeah. <laughs> and then finally we have the butcher, the scariest looking one of all. Oh my god, this motherfucker dude. Um they're highly aggressive, oh, yeah. much tougher versions of the infected that slice and tear through the survivors with their sharpened radial bones. The only remains of their forearms. Their leaping attacks and lightning-fast reactions make them rather dangerous and difficult to fight with melee attacks as they are quite adept at dodging them. Beware that if below a certain amount of health, butchers will perform a self-healing buff-like move that will replenish all of their health.
0: Yep, and you have to keep going after them because if you don't, they will keep running off and healing themselves. I remember when we first found that out, we were like, why isn't this motherfucker dying? Yeah.
1: Because every fucking time we leave him alone for a minute because other
0: shit was happening. And uh, We had to heal ourselves yes. or whatever. Uh,
1: we had to, like, fend off the other, other zombies.
0: Yeah. They were chilling yeah, this and motherfucker healing. was just healing. <laughs> like, he's the jackal and we can't ever kill him? Is this, like, a main guy? Like, it was... It was bad.
1: <sighs> yeah, you definitely want to... Kill it as fast as possible. Basically, yes
0: pro tip and use firearms yes you will attract more infected that way but it'll be dead so yeah and then <laughs> the the ones you can just you know take care of it's melee it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> done okay cool <laughs> which are okay. funny because at first infected used to be the scariest thing for me like this thing yeah. is running toward me and now i'm like whatever just aim for the head and usually you can decapitate it and you know, not just realize I got decolopulation from 13 Ghosts, and I compare The Butcher to The Jackal. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Cool. Anyway. Good movie. Good movie. Great movie. 10 out of 10 recommend. So we're going to move on to a little bit of fun facts and trivia. The first one that we found out is They Almost Made a Movie! Whoa. That's cool. Yeah, but... uh, On September 27th of 2011, Lionsgate announced that they had acquired the rights to develop a movie based on the game's release trailer. Except for they were going to use a family trying to survive on the island instead of, you know, the characters of the Mm. game. Does that sound familiar to some people? That kind of sounds like Welcome to Raccoon City. (laughs) A little bit. Uh, Yes. Well, no. Welcome to Raccoon City had the characters' names in it. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, bad. no, this is like the original Resident Evil movies. I I I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's probably a good thing this wasn't made because it would just piss off fans even more. Right. But you know, on August first, 2014, it was announced that Occupant Entertainment and Deep Silver would produce and finance the film. Little is known about the film as of yet other than it was expected to be started around 2015. Pre-pre-pre-COVID problems? (laughs) You're right. Just five years before COVID, they knew it was happening. It was coming. So (laughs) they're like, you know, let's just put a pause on it because we need to save money for COVID. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what happened. (laughs) That sucks. I mean, in a way, yes, because it was going to be so different. But in a way, it would
0: be cool. This would make a good movie. Just don't call it Dead Island then. Or if they did, they could tell the tale of the people who were, like, surviving in the camps waiting to be saved by Sam B and Logan and, you know.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me to make a movie and not use the characters that
0: the game was about. You know, at least that terrible Mario movie still had Mario and Luigi in it. Just saying.
1: I mean, okay, I will say I love that movie. I do too, because you
0: know. John Leguizamo was almost awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought it was super fun, but yeah. yeah.
0: It just didn't have much to do with, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, there were plumbers and they were <laughs> brothers. So. Oh, but a little bit of good news. It was made into a novel aptly named Dead Island. It was announced summer 2011 and was published on September 6th, 2011. Planned for a simultaneous release with the game. The book was written by Mark Morris, an author known for his series of horror and science fiction novels. Books he previously worked on included Universe of Doctor Who, Hellboy, and Torchwood. Oh my god, I need to read those. Do you know what Torchwood is? Mm -mm. Torchwood is a spinoff of Doctor Who. Oh, It has uh, Jack, one of the best characters in Doctor Who's universe. Oh, cool. Yeah. The book has the only example of a zombie child in the series this is due to it being illegal to portray a child's suffering and cruelty in games and videos.
1: It was a thing where like I didn't realize until I think one day you pointed it out. I never even questioned the fact that there was never really a child zombie anywhere. It was always Mm -hmm. adults.
0: I was like oh that makes sense I guess. So I was telling you about other games that you know actually sort of showed kids but I forgot about Days Gone
1: oh yeah i think you told me about that game
0: yeah there's zombie kids in days gone
1: oh hey guess what resident evil 7 has evie she's a kid
0: technically yeah i mean they're using a body of a child yeah but she's not dead or dying she's the villain so i think it's okay just like the omen damien was killing things and stuff kids can be killers but kids can't be zombies
1: but I mean, either way, a zombie becomes your enemy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Evie was an infected kind of like, you know, yeah, enemy. Yeah, but she
0: wasn't grotesque looking, you know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, she, yeah. well,
1: her body wasn't decayed.
0: And she was enjoying that shit. Yeah, so. she
1: was. <laughs> she's a fucking bitch. So gameplay of the original Dead Island is average to take 19 hours for the main story, 28 hours for the main story and side quests, and... 49 hours for full completion of the game yeah um i think it took us
0: more than that oh, I just way said? more way I mean, more
1: also because it was so fucking
0: hard i don't think we completed it there were some we did not complete because we're like i can't fucking figure out how to do that yeah. so it's just a lot there's a lot of glitches when it first came out it was just some things were just way too hard to complete on your own
1: how we said this game is really hard by yourself <laughs> if you play by yourself? Because it's really hard if you play by
0: yourself. Unless, you know, you're an overachiever and you're not scared of things. You're <sighs> a pro gamer. In human people, okay?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so really cool fun fact, this game has a banger of a theme song. Hell yeah. All right? Don't even deny it, dude, because it's fucking so amazing. Me All me. Right? You can't harm me. Who do you vote, you bitch? bitch? It was written by Christopher H. Knight, Joseph Lord, and Harris Orkin, who's one of the producers of the game. It was performed by Joseph, who goes by J7 Lord, and Christopher H. Knight. The piano parts of the song follow a similar chord structure and progression to that of Dr. Dre's Still Dre, but contrary to popular belief, it doesn't sample it, which I was like, oh, I can kind of hear it. Yeah. Yeah, I could hear yeah. it, but it
0: is just different enough to not be considered a sample
1: yeah it's so freaking catchy hell yeah it It, is i was really impressed i don't know i just thought it was super fucking cool that they literally made this song that seemed like i could hear this on the radio and i was like that's so fucking cool
0: bump in the night who do you voodoo bitch sorry
1: yeah oh my god it's so good it is um Every time I start the game, I always want to hear
0: the theme song. Jesus! Yes!
1: Every time we start the game. (laughs) And then I just want to hear the whole song. And I just want to like
0: see it. Because we sit there and we just like jam Jam up for a little bit. And then we're like, oh yeah, shit, the game. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Also, the game was not released in Germany due to the amount of violence when it first came out. Whoopsie! It was sold in some German online stores such as Amazon Germany for a limited time. It was indexed as media harmful to youth by the Oh my god <laughs> by the Unterhaltsung Software Self Control Slay Queen. Sorry. And mind you, we had to look this up and listen to it a couple of times before I said that. But I will say I took German in seventh and eighth grade and throughout high school at first and I loved it. So yeah, ich liebe dich. Uh, <laughs> mein Fuß
0: ist kaputt. That's my extent of German.
1: <laughs> I love it. So anyway, the USK, as it's more well known, I guess, it was indexed uh, that way in November of 2011 the Definitive Edition was removed from the USK Index in January 2019. Which, to me, it's kind of funny, because the Definitive Edition has even like better graphics. You know, it's more grotesque in that sense, so it's kind of funny, but it's maybe like, okay,
0: whatever. They've, they've seen worse now. By this point, yeah. Another cool thing is, there was a comic released from it! And it was released by the greatest comic company, Marvel not biased at all but it begins with Roger Howard an investigative journalist as he looks into the illegal exploitation of the Bonoy Island resources he appeared in the game as a voice leaving behind a tape recording That's kind of cool
1: yeah, yeah cuz throughout the game you find these so you find these recordings that you listen to and we never really find out who it is I think I think maybe at some point I just don't recall right now off the top of my head if you ever find out who it is but obviously it's just someone who's like recording their experience the whole time
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and i remember it was like why don't we ever know who he is this makes no sense but i kind of like it now that i've played other games that are similar like that's just kind of what happens is you don't always need to know every little thing okay (laughs) may not need to but i want to still so like knowing that there's a comic out there that would help understand it better i want it
1: that's really fucking cool (laughs) that is
0: really cool so within the game's narrative dialogue no one ever says the word zombies
1: that's crazy Uh to me
0: yeah they call them freaks or biters yeah yeah so
1: that was kind of cool and interesting
0: how ever sam b is the only hero to call the zombies by their actual names instead of their nicknames like bastards freaks spiders and so on and so forth so
1: no. that's really cool too that's really cool
0: he's proper yes okay so sam b if you notice if you say his name sam b it sounds a bit like zombie huh yeah uh, yeah huh? Uh, huh? cool um his full name may also be in reference to Baron Samedi. Beryl Samedi is a low god in Haitian voodoo. So, you know, you take the first part of the last name Sam and then the B from Baron. That is so cool. Yeah. And if you remain idle long enough, Sam B will start whistling, Who do you voodoo, bitch?
1: Which we still haven't done yet. Yeah, because I keep moving. I'm sorry. ADHD. Stop being helpful in the game. (laughs) Okay, so when left idle long enough, Perna will regretfully state that she chose the wrong fucking time to give up smoking. Um,
0: there is never a wrong time to give up smoking. I'm just saying. (laughs) True. But really, when you're running away, do you really have time to light one up? (laughs) Like... Hold on, zombies. (laughs) That explains why she doesn't have the most stamina.
1: That fucking makes sense. Whether that was intentional or not, that's (laughs) fucking
0: brilliant. Right. We'll just say it was.
1: (laughs) So before Dead Island was released, Logan was supposed to be a surfer instead of a football player. I think that
0: makes... Well, you know what? It makes sense because they made it make sense in the game that he was a football player. But a surfer would almost have made more sense because he would have had even more of a reason to be there, like, as part of the blood drive thing that he let them use his name. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like, he could have gone for, like, a surfing competition. Yeah. That would have made sense, too.
0: Yeah. Didn't have to be a whole dick about it, you know?
1: Yeah. Because, like, he annoyed the shit out of me. He's a lovable asshole. Oh, my God. Get out of here with that shit hate you right now I know. <laughs> just kidding i love you but yeah now like i don't know i feel like he's kind of stocky though he does have a football build they, i think so they probably did build.
0: that when they oh, changed right. it you know uh, yeah that would
1: be interesting to see if they have some concept art of like when he was Ooh. supposed to be a surfer I maybe mean, he would have been like a little I, bit lankier honestly
0: i probably would have liked him better <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> I mean I wouldn't push away a football logan either, but you know whatever. I mean, I would because he was a dick.
1: You need a dick
2: in <laughs> your life
0: Olo anyway. <laughs> To steal from you. Olo
2: <laughs> Ola? <laughs>
1: Yeah. See you over here just falling in love with video game characters all over again. They're the only men who won't hurt me. Stop it. (laughs) I mean, what about Wesker? He hurt your feelings,
0: okay? Well, I like that every once in a while.
1: (laughs) You need a good stern talking to sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, move on. All right, so Shanmei is the only character in the game that does not have a skill in firearms, likely from the lack of training she was given from the Hong Kong police force, which I thought that's fucking weird. Okay. Um, she's also the only character appearing in every Dead Island game released to date. So that's interesting. Did not know that. No, me either. Um, I didn't mind playing with her. I thought
0: she was all right, but... I don't
1: know. I think, though, to be honest, I don't know if we mentioned this before either, but she reminds me too much of Ada. Yep.
0: That's why I don't like playing as her. Sorry.
1: Yeah. And I think we kind of talked about this before. I'm like, yeah, she really does remind me of Ada. I
0: don't Hiding know. Hiding her past, doing things shadily. I yeah. Guess.
1: Although, like, her attitude is a lot less cocky, you know? So I'm cool with that. But yeah. The haircut The and haircut, everything. the style. Yeah. just Yeah. Anyway.
0: Okay. So, Benoît island benoy benoy (laughs) cinema Cinemoy. benoy yeah um the island is a real place and it is located just off the coast of papua new guinea south of the equator and just north of australia so
1: i think that's super cool that they actually used a real place that's fucking awesome
0: it is because we can go look at it and see how different it is from the game and see if it would really be that ideal paradise, which considering the location of it, yeah, probably is. Okay, I really want to
1: fucking go. Like when I'm playing the game, I'm like this is fucking awesome. I remember we were saying like this would be really fucking cool for vacation. And yeah. now we're like, okay, we gotta go. Where are we going?
0: Yeah, and their accents make more sense now that you know like where it's located.
1: Yeah. Well I kind of assumed it took place around there, like you know, by Australia, but yeah. That's really cool though.
0: Mm-hmm. Um The zombies were rendered to have fully modeled layers of meat and muscle, meaning they have a multi-layered damage system with real-time injuries. That means you have to cut through the flesh, you have to cut through the meat, you have to cut through the bone before you get to different levels of injuries, even for the bad guys. Yeah, that's why it takes forever to fucking kill them. Seriously. That makes so much
1: sense. Mm -hmm.
0: Kind of a dick move, but
1: kind of (laughs) cool. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot of effort that they put into this game. Yeah. So some of my favorite moments of the game are the opening scene, which I kind of mentioned it. I think they have one of the best theme songs. I agree. It's just really fun. Like It's really cool because when you first play the game, the very first time, that's the first thing you see. It shows you like how A it started. Bit, yep. And you get to see like Sam B also performing the song. You get on stage and he like he pushes you off because you, I think you hit him and then he pushes you off. He's like, fuck this dude. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But, and then of course, um, Sinemoy saying hotel and that just being how we kind of say it. It's just really fun.
0: Yep. It is. So, kind of like the hotel thing, like from Fable 2, you have like your little butler that will say, oh I see you got a new tattoo so I now say tattoo as tattoo <laughs> I and I like that. almost only say tattoo.
1: Yes so. I heard you say that and it's funny because like even though I didn't I think maybe you might have told me at one point
0: why you said that and then I don't even question it anymore. Yeah you're just like okay whatever that's just how D says it. Yeah I guess some of my favorite parts are the scarier parts <laughs> like I hate the city but I love the city because it's just so scary but I also love the hotel sorry the hotel when you go back to it Mm -hmm. and you have to run through it and meet those people to get the power back not the power back the um yeah the power to get the power back on um and then i love when i (laughs) when (laughs) do you remember when we're at the hotel and we had to fight the thugs You guys basically let me just go in there and start hitting it. You're like, she kept shutting the door on me. Uh, Well, okay. I was your (laughs)
1: brother-in-law. And also, I was really glitching that bad that time. Do you remember? Yeah. So I had to like... Like every once in a while, you glitch for no reason. I know. I don't know what it is, but I just glitched really, really bad at one point when we're playing it. So annoying. First world problems.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Indubitably. Quite.
1: But yeah, no, that was really fun. I remember that. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I just kept uh, dying over and over again. I died like three or four times because I was like, "Fine, you know, what? I am going to do this myself." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. I did because there's Sam Bay and yeah. our day. So.
0: you? Yeah.
1: And I just like that the game itself is open world because mm-hmm. um, you do really get to do a lot of stuff and walk around, and it's fun playing it with your friends, and um, it's good times. And obviously that part where we go and get all that money. Cash money. Hell yeah.
0: But that's part of the reason I do like the game. is just the scary parts. I do like the butcher part too a lot. It's scary as fuck, but...
1: <sighs> yeah. I think the scariest part was that the ram, would you say? Or the butcher? The ram or the butcher. Those were like equally scary. Yeah, I remember the first time we played it. And when you get to the lighthouse, when you first are introduced to the thug, that was fucking
0: scary as fuck. Because we're like... Um, okay. Remember? What do we do? Well, we finally remembered we could throw weapons. Yes. And we threw it at it, it was like, it stuck in it. What do we do? Um, uh,
1: fucked. Um, yeah.
0: And we only had like three or four weapons, and they all got stuck in him. And I went finally. I, I, Fuck it I'm gonna go grab it, and I like ran up and grabbed one. Oh, I actually did it, and then boom.
2: Yeah,
1: and I remember I was like, no, 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 no! no, no. I was so terrified. I'm like, please don't do that. Because what happened was, is like you could leave the area, but you would restart pretty much yeah, all over again. His
0: life would just regen.
1: Yeah, and so I'm like, we'll go scavenge more tools. It's fine. And you went up there, you're like, yeah. And then I was like, yeah. And I was like, don't,
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but hey, we killed it after like the third or fourth attempt. So. Yeah. And then we figured out those things exploded. and we could mm. throw stuff and at it. Really and it was like, easy. oh, okay.
1: And then it's funny because like flash over to how we did it now. We just all went up to him like, all right, we got this. Cool. We all just take a corner and we're just like going at him like, doot, <laughs> hanging up on that thug. <laughs> gang rage. <laughs> yeah, gang rage. Activate. All right, well that wraps up this episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was super fun, and it's really cool because we're gonna actually play this game later on today. So. Hell yeah!
0: Who oh, you bitch?
1: Yeah. All right, I think that about caps are right. Like, okay, we're capped right there. <laughs> but yeah,
0: our next episode is going to be about the Winchester Mansion.
1: Ooh, yes,
0: quite so excited about it absolutely but don't forget to email us if you have any questions or if you have topic ideas anything like that follow us on twitter instagram discord and of course our website is still under construction but it will be up and running eventually. remember we have full-time jobs people (laughs) (laughs) okay and we love you but we also don't want to get fired So,
1: we're trying our best. Yeah, we do what we can around here. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) ready to voodoo on out of here?
0: Scary, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Toodaloo, fellow fellow rebels. rebels.
2: You need a dick in your life.
0: Olo? Anyway. To steal from you?
2: Olo? ola. ola?